there's that figure of speech in society that says sharing is caring. But I think sharing is so much more than that. It is more than caring. It is more than just a heart thing. Sharing is literally what we have to do in order to crush it for kids. Sharing is what we have to do in order to be who we want to be at the end of this pandemic, to be who we want to be at the end of this school year. And that's what this episode is all about. Welcome to part four of five of the Crushing It for Kids series, where we are going to dive into the S, which stands for share. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to read to you a review that was left on Instagram about the This Teacher Life podcast. The viewer of the week said, if you have not listened, I recommend starting. Monica reminds us why we can be thankful, just what our spirits need at this time. Guys, I love recording these episodes. I love being a part of this podcast community with you. And it would mean so, so much to me if you haven't left a written review yet. If you do that on your listening platform. I know most of you actually listen on the Apple Podcast platform. Take 30 seconds and do a quick written review. Basically what that does is it shows other listeners what you're thinking and what you're feeling and it helps them to select play on this podcast. We as teachers love getting recommendations from other teachers about what is working and if this podcast is working in your life, do a quick review, type a couple of sentences on why it is working in your teacher life. I think this episode is going to be what our hearts and our heads need right now. And I'm so excited to share with you. There is awesome in every single school day. big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Let's take a quick journey back into what we have looked at so far in this Crushing It series. C was celebrating education. R was building rooted relationships. U was utilizing our unique skills, interests, and strengths. And here we are on S, which is all about sharing. Now, if you have missed any part of this series, do not stress. Do you remember that song? No stress, no stress, no stress. Girl, you deserve nothing but the best. Who was that? God, that was a jam. I don't want you to stress because 
you can go back and listen to all parts of this. They are in the library. And if you want to binge all five parts, you can absolutely do that. But here today, we are focusing on the fourth letter of crushing it. And the S stands for share. We are going to tackle three different things that I think that we have to share in order to keep our sanity. Things that we have to share in order to be sincere in this profession. And I just want you to prepare your teacher heart. This episode is hard because sharing is hard. Sharing means we have to be vulnerable. Sharing means we have to be transparent. And sometimes that's ugly. And sometimes that's hard. And sometimes that's emotional. But when we do it, we are better humans and better teachers at the other end of it. So I'm going to get real. I'm going to get raw. But I'm going to get relevant with you in this episode. And before I even start, I just want to thank you for being here. Like, thank you for opening up your time in your teacher life to saying, yep, I'm going to dive into this 30-minute episode with Monica. I appreciate that. So let's start by sharing our story. That's the first share, sharing our story. Every single one of us has a story to tell. Every single one of us has the story on how we even got into this profession in the first place. Some of us started teaching because we had teachers who we loved and we wanted to create that same space for our own students. We wanted to mimic some of those really great practices. Some of us got into teaching in spite of those experiences we had a teacher or maybe unfortunately a group of teachers who did things and were like no that sh- that's not right that shouldn't happen i would never do that to a student and so for me i want to share my story with you because powerpoints will never persuade people like passion does and you know when teachers get really passionate When we tell stories that connect to our content. In order for kids to remember facts and figures, we first have to connect to their heads and their hearts. And that's what stories do. Stories are literally one of the most powerful, underutilized tools in this profession. We go to a textbook instead of the text of our own life. Every single one of you has stories in order to transform your curriculum, right? And so for me, my curriculum right now is this podcast. I'm learning and growing with you. So the natural story that I could tell of how I got to this moment is the story about how I nearly left the profession. And a lot of you have heard that story. You have heard how I became a used car saleswoman. You learned how I traded in Ticonderogas for Toyota Highlanders. That's a huge difference. How do you go from teaching to selling? I thought it was a journey that I needed to be on because I hit a massive roadblock in year seven. And I thought, I cannot do this anymore. This is not what I signed up for. And I know so many of you have heard that I've keynoted at your school or or maybe I've done an online event with you and you knew how scary that story was to share. Because none of us want to be vulnerable. 
and and let people in on when we struggle no none of us want to actually say like I think I'm doing a bad job and I need to leave or I need to quit or I need to find something new and so my story ended up being told in a super secret awesome journal and during my eighth year teaching I made a pledge and promise to myself that I was going to walk out of my building every single day not with the mindset of this is not what I signed up for but I was going to rewrite the narrative and I was going to say this was awesome and I kept this super secret awesome journal for 180 days and it was never ever ever intended to be a book and now it's literally my best-selling book. It's called 180 Days of Awesome. I told my story of struggle, my story of hardship, my struggle of how I hated the world of education. And I turned that into our story. Because I'm not the only one going through that experience. You are going through that experience as well. And it's interesting because I tell you that story to tell you the story that I told my students this year. They were struggling. They were saying, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I signed up for. This is not how I wanted to start my freshman year. This is not. And it was negative, 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 negative. And as I heard their narrative, I thought, holy shit, this is exactly what happened to me in my eighth year of teaching. It was negative. This is crazy. This is stupid. Why, why do we have to wear masks? Why is there a pandemic? Why is this how I have to have my freshman year? Why can't we go on a field trip? Why, why, why? This is not what I signed up for. And I told them my teacher story. I told them how I almost left the profession. I told them how I almost did not end up being their teacher. And you could have heard a pin drop in the room. And from that day forward oh man, I really thought I was going to be able to do this without crying. That day was so pivotal because every single time when something negative has come up in that particular class period, they have said, but there's something awesome about today and let me tell you about it. And I think that is a powerful story. When kids latch on and listen and then freaking apply it, that's why it works. That's why stories are more powerful than a freaking PowerPoint. And for the record, I'm not hating on PowerPoints. I use me some Google Slides sometimes too. But what I'm saying is stories captivate our hearts. They're memorable. And I think that's why the story of 180 Days of Awesome resonates so well because it's not just me. It's you too. We've all been there. We all have a story. And oftentimes you know what those stories come from. Struggles. And that's the next part of share. Not only are we sharing our story, we're sharing our struggles. There is something really raw and relatable when somebody says, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. And I often hear people say like, Monica, you're so energetic. You're so positive. You're so uplifting. Like, do you ever have bad days? Hell yeah, I have bad days. I have really bad days. In fact, let me share a really big struggle with you. Last school year was a struggle. Now, I loved it and I don't regret it. But I'm not just talking about like, March after. That was a struggle for all of us, right? When the pandemic hit, that was just one massive educational struggle. 
but last year outside of like my seventh year teaching which is where I hit that massive roadblock last school year was super hard for me I switched school districts I switched grade levels I switched um leadership there was a lot of change last year and I wanted that I was pursuing that I knew that I needed change because I had taught in the same classroom same curriculum same content same everything for 10 years and I needed something a little bit different that wasn't affording me the opportunity to live my best teacher life and so it would have been easier to stay because you know my my salary scale was looking pretty good it was a high paying district it's where I had went to school like I had my teacher friends like it would have been easy to stay the harder choice was leaving but I also knew that it was going to be a struggle because anytime we have a substantial change, anytime we're rewriting part of our story, that's hard. So I switched school districts. I switched grade levels. And I really had a hard time. It was really hard. I had a 20-minute commute each day, which was new for me. Because I used to have like a 30-second commute. Don't judge me. I would drive to my school that was 30 seconds away. You can judge if you want. But I would drive to school and now I had a commute and I loved the commute. It was a beautiful thing. And I tell you, the commute there was mentally preparing myself to have a good day, to tackle the hard, to to try to get to know the teachers in my building better, to try to realign myself with a new leadership style, to like learn a new grade book system. And if you go back to last year's uh, episodes of this podcast, you'll you'll hear the hard it was I was still telling stories and I was still giving strategies and and I was loving it but it was hard and there were days lots of days if I'm being real where I would drive home and cry on my commute I needed that 20 minutes so when I walked into my house and was spending time with my family that I wasn't a hot mess I needed that 20 minutes to cry it out because I was struggling so hard I was teaching high school kids for the first time. I never taught a sophomore or a junior. And I was teaching 7th graders, 8th graders, sophomores, and juniors. I had never taught a high school kid. I thought that was going to be the same as a middle school kid. Not. And that was really, really hard. And like, oh man, it's like, it's giving me a little like PTSD thinking about it. I. I haven't truly reflected on the depths of the hard that much because towards the end of the year COVID hit and then that was just like a totally different kind of struggle but I tell you this because I'm I'm sharing this with you you know I, I don't hide the struggle on social media I don't hide the struggle in my keynotes I don't hide the struggle in my courses because I think when we share our struggle we also share in our solutions. Whoa. Because I think there's a difference between struggling and complaining and struggling and sharing solutions. I want us to get into the mindset of, yes, it can be hard, but then what does that hard create? What does it push us to do? And so if we're talking about crushing it and sharing, we got to share our story. We got to share our struggles. We have to share the solutions. What was the solution? Ooh, 
cannot wait to share that with you. Now, before I get into sharing the solution, I want to let you know that the Crushing It For Kids 21-day online course still has spots available. Registration is still open, and the course begins on April 1st. Teacher friends, if you are looking for that thing, that solution, that opportunity to share and learn and grow with other fellow teachers, the Crushing It For Kids 21-day online course is for you. It's affordable, it is flexible, it is freaking fun, and it is so full of ideas that you're gonna be able to utilize in your classroom right now, regardless of whether you're in-person, hybrid, or God love you, still virtual. This online course is an opportunity for you to say, let's go, I want to have an amazing fourth quarter. I want to crush the end of the year. It is not too late for the 2020-2021 school year to be awesome. That's not me being optimistic, that's me being realistic about the fact that this can be an awesome fourth quarter and the Crushing It For Kids course will help you get there. I will lead you through three Facebook Lives. There's a video series. There is dynamic discussion. There's community engagement. I am telling you, if you are looking for that thing to end the year on a good note, this is it. You can go to monicagenta.com slash courses. I will also put the link in the show notes so you can get direct access to it. Again, monicagenta.com slash courses. I would love to crush it with you during the month of April. Registration is open now. Don't wait. Sign up because last year this course filled up. And I think it's probably going to do that again right now for this quarter. monicagenta.com slash courses. I hope to crush it with you during the month of April. So right before the break, we were talking about stories and how we can use our stories to our advantage in our classroom. That led us down the path of struggles and how last year, and maybe for you, you're having a year where you're struggling and we don't know what to do with it. And it's like, are we complaining about it or are we finding solutions? Well, my struggle last year was I was seeing a need in the school district. I was seeing a need for students. I was seeing, you know, into the future, obviously not with a pandemic, but my previous school that I taught for for 10 years had a very strong SEL component to every single kid's day. They had a dedicated advisory um, or you can call it morning meeting or you can call it SEL time, whatever you want to call it. It was a time chiseled in to help kids crush it in real life. Life skills, communication skills, career and college readiness. And in the school district that I transferred to, there just wasn't that time built in. It's a small rural community and um, just there, there was a pretty traditional schedule. And so I took that struggle and I went to my superintendent and I was really raw and transparent. And I remember sitting down and saying, I'm having a hard time. 
And let me tell you how nervous and sweaty I was that about that. Like I was sweating in that meeting and my voice was shaking. I'm a, I'm a fairly confident speaker, but I was shaking as I had that meeting and saying like, here's some of the things I'm seeing. Here are some of the things that like aren't working. Here are some of the things that I'd like to try. And he was wildly supportive. And I said, if I'm being honest, here's a need that I would like to help tackle. And I started telling him a little bit about some of the things that I was observing in classes. And I, I talked to him a little bit about like, this is this is something that I think kids could benefit from. And he was like, SEL time? Yeah, kids could benefit from that. I know that our kids need that. It's just not something that we've ever explored. And I said, I would love to explore that with you. Like, what could that look like? And friends, I'm here to tell you that with support and with struggle and with success and with time and with one badass superintendent we were able to say let's go let's like let's create this SEL time for our students and so the success is now that's what I'm doing this school year I teach every single middle school kid in my building a full-time dedicated period for social and emotional learning sometimes people call that advisory it's basically life class I also have a high school class. Last year, my very hardest, most interesting, most dynamic group of kids were high school kids. And it challenged me. And now I can see that that challenge was to set me up for success for this school year. So I can tackle that SEL with high school kids. Friends, the point here is that when we share it helps to create solutions. I want to say that again. When we share, it helps to create solutions. I think sometimes people see sharing as complaining. And we all know teachers who share just to complain. And maybe you're like, oh girl, I feel like I just called out. It's okay. It happens to all of us. Sometimes sharing is feeling like a complaining session. I think that's good and I think that's healthy. And I think sometimes we need that. But once we have shared, even if it's in the form of something negative, the next question would be, how can you take that share? How can you take that story that is a struggle and turn it into a solution that leads to success? I know you're like, oh, that sounds really easy. You had a conversation with your superintendent. And no, it was so much more than that, friends. But these are short episodes. It could it, That could be like a, like a made-for-TV movie, okay? That could be on the Lifetime Movie Network, that whole situation. But the point is that there, there is success behind every share. There is struggle behind every share. There is a story behind all of this. And my question to you is during the COVID, during this pandemic, have you taken the hard but healthy approach of saying, I need to go talk to my principal. I need to go talk to that parent. I need to go talk to that student. I need to go talk to my significant other. Because when we keep it all built into us, that is when the struggle becomes so hard that we snap. And I don't want that for you. Had I never went to the Dollar Tree and bought that super secret awesome journal, that black and white composition journal 
then 180 days of awesome the book would have never happened the book that was never supposed to be a book wouldn't be on the market to share that story with you and that story that singular story has impacted literally close to a hundred thousand teachers across the world and that was never the intent but I said I gotta share this I didn't want to share that I did not want to share my super secret awesome journal with the world and I'm so very glad I did I didn't want to tell people that I hit a wall during year seven because it made me feel weak. It made me feel like I wasn't a good teacher. It made me feel like I didn't deserve my job, but I shared that struggle. And then something really cool happened. I also want us to share successes with each other. If you're like, yeah, we need that SEL in my school or we need this in my building or we need this in my district, I do believe that successes happen after we share. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's fun. But it all works together in a really big, beautiful way to help us crush it for kids. Dang. Mm. I liked this episode. I hope you liked this episode. I hope that there was something inside of you that maybe you're thinking, yep, I need to have that conversation. Yep, I want to share that story with my students. Yep, that is something I'm struggling with and I haven't told this person. Yes, I did do something successful. Why haven't I shared that with somebody? Because they could use it as well. Guys, this concept of being open and honest and sharing is so very powerful. And so I'm glad that I got to share this episode with you. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with other teacher friends. Share it on your Instagram story. Share a post about it on Facebook. Tag me in those. I would love to see you creating that sharing ripple effect because that does make a difference. I'm so very excited for next week, which will be week five, part five of the Crushing It for Kids series where we will tackle the letter H and bring this thing all four circle full 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 circle how about that we'll try that again see even in these moments i got some struggles by the end of these episodes i I, like i barely can speak words but i want to thank you for being real and raw and imperfect with me this is a perfectly imperfect school year and that's because living this teacher life is a perfectly imperfect path but we are all doing it together because we are all crushing it for kids